0: Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com/slash Have a Drink Show. Wait, we didn't, didn't we do this episode? I distinctly remember talking about old fashions and whatnot. Oh, mocktails. Is that just a joke? I thought it was a joke. Turns out we're serious, and so apparently mocktails are too. So I guess it'll be an easy episode on your livers, maybe. Just uh, so join us as we have a mock drink. Mocktails, woo. <laughs> Welcome to Have a Drink, the show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker.
1: I'm Justin Fraser. Uh,
0: I'm Christopher Walker.
1: And I'm Casey Price. <laughs> I briefly considered, like, just letting you guys hang for a minute, and I just went, I can't do it. It's just instinct. At a certain point, I just have to say my name.
0: You just get the rhythm, in your mm. head, and you're like, no, this isn't, <laughs> I have to do this.
1: Must be done. Uh, how you guys doing?
0: Good.
2: Fine. Great. Fine, Just, uh. Thinking about DuckTales, I was like, I was I, I, "I'm sorry again, in the I intro. Like,
1: I know it's supposed to be your thing, but I hear I hear tales. I go, Woo.
0: everyone does. That's, so <laughs> it's
2: just the, the pre-show. We were talking about the reboot of DuckTales and mm-hmm. how it was so much better than it had any right to be.
1: So much better than probably even the original. Well, honestly,
2: the theme, like, because the first time we were going into it, I was like." Like, from the the start of it, like, don't like it, nope, nope, we're off to a bad start. And then they actually get to, like, the woo-hoo, and they throw everything off. They throw it into the offbeat just to catch you off. And then you just fall, you're like, no, I like it. I, it's-
1: it that that theme has has, has more relationship to uh, the uh, suburban, uh, whatever, that band that did, like, the DuckTales cover for, like, a Disney.
2: Oh. Oh, crap. Uh, that was Suburban Legends. Legends,
1: oh, thank you. Okay, I As I like it's suburban yes. something, I couldn't remember what it was, but it like it has more it has more in common with that than like the the original DuckTales theme. Yeah. I feel, it, Wh-
2: which is not a bad thing. <laughs> Maybe for the best. Well, the show, honestly, like character names, is pretty much all it has in common with the original show.
0: Well, the show has
1: more in common with
2: uh DuckTales comics, yeah,
1: like the 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 Don Rosa and the uh, other artists and writers that I can't think of. Yeah, but, but it's
2: also like draws so heavily from the '90s uh, Disney daytime lineup.
1: Yeah, it, it, yeah, oh yeah, it does.
2: Yeah, it was just chemically engineered to hit us in the feels.
1: Ooh. I mean, Launchpad McQuack was born in 1987. There's a reason for that.
2: <laughs> it in
1: in the context Ooh. of the newer show, because it is it is like no, we're we're not making this for whoever. We're making this for 30 year olds.
2: Yeah, that's... yeah, it's like, enjoy. Oh, get ready here rescue rangers boom oh the dark wing. Here comes, get because here, here you come Darkwing oh. Duck, boom here comes the nostalgia bomb yeah. just keep delivering it over the you hear cape suzette and you're just like oh <laughs> tailspin oh come on oh
0: <laughs> so how are you even casey um
2: <laughs> yeah we're,
1: we went into a deep
0: we're deep disney talk talk
1: animated hole
3: No, yeah. Um, I mean, just busy, busy, busy. Uh, A lot of things going on here. And so... A lot of fires. Between work, second Uh, work, uh, a lot of family stuff going on right now. So just trying to head above water and keep trucking.
1: Casey, I think you mispronounced that. It's supposed to be breakfast and second breakfast. Uh,
3: That's that's in between. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm not... And a cough I can't get rid of. That's not COVID. Um We've got a... Uh, I'm not a big breakfast guy, so i would just roll breakfast and second breakfast into like midnight snack one and midnight
1: snack two. I mean, if midnight snack is gravy and biscuits, then yes.
3: Last night it was uh, spaghetti with meat sauce.
1: I have a heartburn just hearing that. <laughs> uh. Like, but One, also, I want yeah, it, but it's like, I just, it's just heartburn. Yeah. Uh, all right. But, uh, yeah,
3: just busy otherwise.
1: All right. Uh, Chris, Brittany, how, how have things been in the land of the walkers?
2: Um, well, I, I, I will announce it on here. Our son went the whole week with no potty accidents. <gasps> and every oh, time wow. he's, every time he's pooped, he's pooped in the potty.
0: I, Which, whoo. for him, having difficulties doing it in the first place, like, we were pretty proud. <laughs> and it's,
2: it's all been in his little potty that, you know, is portable and we can put wherever. So it's yeah. in front of the TV. So, that you know, it's a... Much dovetails. Yeah. Basically. And it's hilarious when he does poop in it because <laughs> he he takes craps that are bigger than mine.
1: <laughs> and... <laughs> What are you feeding this
0: child
2: and he always gets up and exclaims it's big <laughs> or, it's a big one
0: <laughs> big one he says yes. yeah
2: big one you come over and look and it's like hanging out you are correct that is a big one
0: poop
1: big yeah 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 it not small no no no
0: <laughs> on the one we're feeding him like i
2: the kids live nothing he, he won't eat like i don't oh well, no he's living on peanut butter and, and... graham crackers Peanut butter, graham crackers, and the flaxseed and fiber bread. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was going to say, I forgot that it's are a high thing fiber diet, but then you said fiber bread.
2: Never mind.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Uh, otherwise, like, I mean, yeah. There's some. Fa- we've had a couple. Found out today, a couple more people getting COVID in the family, and I'm like,
2: that's great.
0: That's just yeah, super. Um, so I, honestly, I think I'm the only
1: one in my family who's gotten it so far.
0: Well, I mean that's good considering then, you know, because you don't yeah. want the <laughs> those who are more vulnerable to necessarily get it. Uh,
1: oh, wait, no, that's not right. Someone else had it that lives with family they've smoked for ah, uh, yeah, 60 Girl. years and they are like in their 60s. That'll
0: do it. <laughs> um Yeah. But yeah, otherwise like we've I don't think we've been up to too much um cleaning. Yeah, a lot of cleaning.
2: Like um, the past two weeks, we it's like we cleaned out the, um, coke closet, like top to bottom. The kitchen. I
1: heard, I heard, I heard coke closet. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah.
1: Like where you store your cocaine? Obviously.
2: I mean, everyone has a closet full of cocaine. This is Kentucky. <laughs> the bears are just, you know, lace. That that bear was eyeballs. In...
1: That bear was in uh, was in Georgia. The cocaine came uh, came from Columbia. It was distributed by a man from Kentucky.
2: Uh, and a, a bear. But yeah, no, we we've just been doing. I don't know, like getting a jump start on the spring cleaning.
0: I will talk about though, like real quick. I am super pumped because at so the place I work at now is um it, it's a global company and the headquarters is actually in Japan. But um the inu. You know? yes, Headquarters is here um and I've started this woman at work is amazing and just freely does Japanese classes for coworkers who are interested on a weekly basis and she made a new one just for like some of us new people and um I had my first one of those classes and it was fast like i just I'm already learning a ton and it's fascinating like
1: it's the language is very unique
0: and well and I didn't realize there was uh five different
1: scripts scripts yeah yeah Yeah, there's there's kanji there's what they use every day there's romanji which is like yeah the
0: roma the romaji
1: romaji. yeah no it you you showed us a picture of like your your class and all i joked was like inu which is a taxing almost all the japanese knowledge i have to know that that word is dog because there's a picture of a dog in there
0: (laughs) yeah apparently she names all the classes um after a japanese breed of dog so ours mm. is uh, Kishu, mm. and because okay. uh, there was already like an Akita and a Shiba. Well, look,
2: <laughs> uh, it's going to be easier than her last chosen second language, which was Finnish. Yeah, it's like you—you're <laughs> like, oh, I want to take the hardest to learn language on the planet. Nearly. Literally,
0: no, like no relatable base language. <laughs> like,
2: and, like it's to the point. Like Finnish is when like if you're going to go to your graduate school in Finland and they, they're like oh we're going to set you up with you know a a family to live with and all this like most of the places are like oh you'll learn the language over time and they're like all the teachers when talking to the students going to Finland they're like you're not going to learn the lang- language you don't even try you, you catch some catch a few words you learn how to say
0: thank you and hello like Move they on. all
2: know english so you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> it's like you you don't stand a chance learning finnish
0: <laughs> yeah <I'm> wrong <sighs> <sighs>
2: Look, they're EU rednecks. <laughs>
0: right. uh, Bob, what have you been up to?
2: Feel like Creel, kind
0: of.
1: Doesn't feel that dissimilar. Uh, yeah, uh, I have been drunk all day. Uh, it's uh, it's Baba Day here in uh, here in Lexington, and uh, so line shares abounded. I, I got up, picked up some donuts in the morning, took them down. It's so cold here that the donuts were cold within, like, 20 minutes of putting them outside. Well, yeah. So, I had, like, two decent, like, warm-ish donuts.
0: And, and, uh, and donuts, I'm assuming that's the Spaulding you,
1: yeah. yeah, you knew where they were. Yeah. I buy no donuts other than Spalding's.
0: That's fair. That's totally fair.
1: Uh, and, uh, you yeah, know, had, had a beer share out there. I didn't have much to offer, but what I did offer was the worldwide Stout that was uh, bourbon barrel aged that we bought years ago. Chris, how long ago did we buy that?
2: I can't. I don't even know.
1: Two, one to two years ago?
2: Longer than that. I haven't bought worldwide yeah. Stout in a couple of years. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, I also uh, brought down the, the Utopias barrel to share with everyone because hmm. I didn't know when I was going to have that with any humans, and <laughs> yeah. uh, you could you could taste the Utopias in that. Uh, but uh, uh, Baba Day was was fun. I I ha- I'm gonna mule some up to some of you guys. Hey, uh, they they allowed me to buy two four packs. It's not every variant they had out. I'm sorry, Chris. There's no baklava in the in no, the set. To, to
2: be fair, we had it on draft before.
1: It's it's real good. It was on good. draft today, and I was like,
2: "Yes." I know that that's a good one. So, uh,
1: but but the, they they had some good stuff. I, I talked to the the brewer and my friend that works in like QA down there, and it was it was a good day. Uh, and then afterwards, we went down to the uh, the Burl Arcade, which is right across the street. So, where uh, where I had uh, had a Palamo. Or two or five uh like only two only one i think actually and then i had (laughs) some other stuff
2: so it's a good thing i couldn't make it down today because my original (laughs) plans were with with void open i was like oh because in the back of my head last year i was like oh so for baba day i was like we can go do the morning at ethereal and then we can pop over to void, and then, uh, and then in my head now I'm like, no, because I've already been just absolutely plastered at ethereal.
1: We, <laughs> I was, mi- I was missing you, Chris, desperately, for a number of reasons, but one of them being, I missed breakfast after we were done.
2: Uh, you know that I'm gonna make us go get breakfast. Like that's just yeah. We we go into Waffle House.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we getting some grits.
2: Daddy's his uh, grits.
1: But uh, but no, t- uh, it, it was a good day. Uh, I've got some well, – I'll talk a little bit about uh, – some more about one of my uh, one of my favorites from today uh, that I have in bottles that are down here uh, when we get to what we're drinking. So, spoilers.
2: <laughs> spoilers. And uh, I guess if anyone else has anything else to say, we'll just go ahead and say that this is where we used to have uh, a news segment. It used to be more of a variety show. I don't – <laughs> but uh, the variety's dried up, and it's spun out into its own thing. So it,
1: Sorry, I'm hearing a variety show. I'm just picturing one of us like spinning plates, and the other of us like juggling. I, mean,
2: I just it's, pictured the Muppet show. That's honestly what it felt like before. I was like, and now I'm going to do push-ups with my penis. or something.
1: How many dick push-ups can you do?
2: Uh, isn't the, your D to isn't the tenacious D joke in that? It's like one all well, you need one. one.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I was getting to. Yes.
2: But uh yeah, our news episode this week uh where I don't Coca-Cola is up to rolling out more RTDs. Yeah, with, uh, using get... familiar brands.
1: Mhm. Or maybe uh Pepsi Cola if you want your uh hard Baja blast.
0: And molecular beverage printing.
2: Which is Cuz uh, that's where we're at I now. Hate their terminology. It's just like no. You've just, it's just a soda fountain with alcohol Ooh. and you're trying to call it a printer and I hate them. I hate <laughs> them for it.
1: You hate them and hate everything they stand for.
2: I do. I want them to be bankrupt. I want it to fail.
1: But yeah, you can check that on, uh, it's on its own on, uh, feed now. You can, uh, have a drink news.
2: Yes. And let's get into our dry-ish January topic. <laughs>
3: I'm Fit pretty on wet.
0: Bob's like, I beg to differ, sir.
1: I haven't been sober since eight this morning.
2: I haven't been sober for... How old am I? <laughs> Here, this is actually Bob. <laughs> I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk.
1: <laughs> Except no one else is drunk with me. Uh... No. At least, yeah. Whatever. I mean,
2: usually I would be. I would be the one like slurring through everything, and everyone's trying to rein <laughs> me in on topic.
1: It's fine. It's it's my job today. Uh,
2: but I do like that we so, waited to bring this up during dry January at the very like end of the month. Like it's uh, yeah,
0: because yeah, we're <laughs> I, we, everyone knows we're great at timing.
1: Perfect. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> uh, first off. Let's get to the topic. First off, what is a cocktail? It is the tail of a chicken. Uh, Male chicken. Uh, Anyway, uh, a cocktail, the original alcoholic drink from which mocktails are based. The official definition of cocktail, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, is a, quote, uh, an iced drink of wine or distilled liquor mixed with flavoring ingredients. Well that's a pretty broad definition, it reflects the modern practice uh, referring to almost any mixed drink as a cocktail. Uh, for more information, you can see our past episode on cocktails. The correct answer is anything that at least involves three ingredients. Two is an emergency. Uh, mocktails. Uh, Alka-Seltzer is a cocktail. Yes.
0: <laughs> I, uh, no, sorts? Alka-Seltzer I mean... is an emergency. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, because
1: two, yeah. Seltzer. It's it's, it's Alka-Seltzer tabs that, 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 and water.
0: But it's already a com-
3: combination of a couple ingredients in the tab. Mm. I-, I would go by just how they give it. You saying I need, I need a cherry?
1: Well, I mean, I mean, you do because a rum and gross. a rum and Coke is an emergency, which is <laughs> Coke, which is a number of ingredients and rum. So that's that's where I'm going with.
3: Okay, so if I put a cherry in it,
1: yeah, then good to go. No, that's a garnish, and <laughs> uh, you should you, uh, should you should you should you should not even use those at all. They're they're <laughs> just there for show. And you'll end up hating yourself when you're done with them. (laughs) Anyway, mocktails, an abbreviation for mock cocktails, are festive, non-alcoholic party drinks. The the word mock uh, implies a facade of alcoholic uh, cocktails without any of the alcoholic content. In the last few years, it has become so popular that uh, it even finds its place in the cocktail menu in many restaurants and bars. Mocktails can be described as a smooth blend of uh, only non-alcoholic drinks, which could be fresh fruit juices, cream, herbs, and spices. How many herbs and spices?
0: Eleven? Eleven. In a, in a mock Bloody Mary. Maybe. So,
2: no, just to, for whatever reason, that just triggered it in my brain. Since Arby's had the gross vodkas, how long until KFC comes out? Until the Colonel... With an alcoholic drink because they've it's got it's gonna
0: be alcoholic tea.
2: Got the Kf- no, it's tea.
1: gotta be I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they've got the KFC Yule logs. I mean, come on. They smell like I do too. Walmart. <laughs> Walmart has the exclusivity on them when I the have No doubt
0: out. about that that you just said like that Walmart has <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: I'm never in a Walmart, so I've never witnessed them physically on sale somewhere. Or I would have bought it, and we don't have a fireplace, so I've just been out in our parking lot <laughs> burning a fried chicken log.
1: This is how you get bears. As you do. <laughs> I mean, can you get bears in Cincinnati? That yeah. feels like it's impossible.
2: Well, apparently there's like a snow owl infestation along the river now, so they've got that problem. You're
1: living in, you're living in Futurama, where owls are... Uh, <laughs> owls are so prevalent they're they're a pest problem
2: well it's a well it's a problem because they're extremely rare like they don't live around here so like and they're protected so the fact that they've decided (laughs) to start nesting along the river in the high development areas has caused some major issues well, i'm
3: sorry large pharmaceutical company you can't build that addition to your yeah eight hundred million dollar building because there's an owl nesting in it
2: a snow owl has decided to nest on the corner of your ledge and you can't shoo it away it has to leave on its own so now you all can't do anything with it
1: fair that owl needs to live where it lives uh, mocktails, by the way, are designed specifically for those who do not partake in alcoholic drinks or need to refrain from them. That's probably a very key point in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Some people do need to stop drinking. Probably like me. Uh, which means you can be enjoyed and blends and enjoy people of all ages. Your Shirley Temples, your Arnold Palmers, yeah. your Bloody Marys.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll learn some more later.
1: Oh, alright. Fair. Uh, so the legal definition of non-alcoholic, since mocktails are non-alcoholic beverages, let's talk about what that really means. In some places, for example, some restaurants or bars have some alcohol in drinks, uh, but could be in a nominal amount. In the European Union, the labels uh, labels of drinks containing more than one point two ABV must state the actual alcoholic strength, show, uh, i.e. showing the word alcohol or the abbreviation ALC, followed by the symbol percent by volume. In Denmark, apparently not part of the EU, uh, the government of Denmark has decided to change the alcohol-free uh, legal definition from 0.01% to an alcohol-per-volume of 0.05. No, 0.1 and 0.5. Point. 1.5. I don't know what I said.
0: <laughs> we put zeros in front of the numbers, so I just want to make sure that... Not uh, five hundredths, uh, it's just five. Yeah, just oh, five. okay. Fair enough. Uh,
1: <laughs> in Finland, non-alcoholic beverage means the beverage must contain a maximum of 2.8% by volume ethyl alcohol. Uh, I mean, the, it's 2.8,
0: and they're like, yeah, we're Finland. <laughs> like
1: yeah, Finland, pretty Finland. much
0: like Bud
2: Light in the States. Yeah.
1: Finland, Finland, Finland. Those are the drunks for me.
2: (laughs) So I think it was uh, when you're saying, oh, apparently Denmark, not part of the EU. It's one of those things where I noticed it. uh, This past couple weeks, the whole Russia thing kicking up. Basically them calling out a whole bunch of countries saying, you better not join uh, the EU or else, or you better not join, you know, NATO or whatever. Or else, and then I was just like, "Huh." I was like, basically, half the world would have just not known they were not part of those but, things. Yeah, had Russia not jumped up and said, "You better not," and then it's like, well, Finland's like France, like whatever you tell them not to do, they're going to they, they, they're going to do it. Well, yeah. and
0: it's weird because Finland is part of
2: the EU. No, not.
0: Yes, they are. They even use euros.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah,
0: the euro is their official currency. Well, all
2: right.
1: And we can, we can get an answer real quick about nations <laughs> in the EU. They never
0: have the Google thing. Uh,
1: Finland is, in fact, in the EU. Ah, well, all right.
0: No, I don't know, uh, Mark.
1: But the EU is vaguely loose and they allow some of their people to, to do what they want on some things, yeah. like apparently alcohol strength. In Italy, non alcoholic beer, uh, termed as. Uh, Hear the words.
0: That word. Oh, no. I think this is the only time.
1: <laughs> Bira anochia. Uh, is regulated uh, as equal or equal to or less than one point two percent ABV. All right. <laughs> in Sweden, Brittany, you lied to me. This is the next time there's a word in this. Uh, System Boglet defines uh, alcohol-free drink that contains no more than 0.5% uh, alcohol by volume. Uh, in the UK, licensing laws uh, only place restrictions on the sale of consumption drinks with an alcohol content of over 0.5%. In Japan, the Japanese liquor tax laws... Uh, alcohol drinks are defined as equal to or more than 1% ABV so that drinks less than 1% ABV are not treated as alcohol alcoholic drinks however advertisement judge committee on alcohol drinks the uh, organization that makes self imposed regulations defines non alcoholic drinks that are drinks that are 0.00% ABV so there are some discrepancies in that country. Uh, In Norway, alcohol-free drinks are at uh, under uh, 0.7% ABV. In Russia, Russia, uh, non-alcoholic drinks are defined as containing less than 0.5% ABV in general or less than 1.2% ABV if based on a fermentation product, including drinks like kefir, kvass, and middle vulka. This also includes low-alcohol beers by definition. In the U.S., uh, a malt drink that contains less than 0.5% alcohol by volume does not have to be labeled. For example, non-alcoholic, the term uh, may be used on malt beverages provided the statement contains less than 0.5%. Alcohol by volume appears in direct conjunction with Readily legible printing and on a completely contrasting background or is alcohol-free. The term alcohol-free may be used only on mild beverages containing no alcohol. I do
2: like that all this. It's, yeah, Finland, uh, (laughs) alcohol-free. Maximum of 2.8. It's like in Finland, it's just pretty much what a lot of people define as beer in the U.S. (laughs) That's not alcohol. Um, To them, that's (laughs) non-alcoholic. Pretty
1: close to water.
2: Like sex. Seems like there's like two categories
3: of how this is separated. Number one is how it's taxed, and number two is like health regulations, yeah, um, health and safety side. So, um, if it's typically there are taxes on alcohol. I don't know of any place where there isn't a specific tax for alcohol that's different from other taxes. Um, so, if you label something as alcoholic you get to charge more for it because it's a luxury good. So it pays
1: for the countries to be more alcoholic, hmm.
3: like to label things more alcoholic, whether they are or not.
1: I mean, labeling more things that are alcoholic than, than are actually, alcohol. you know, pays more to do something like 0.5% rather than, yeah. you
2: bar know, really low, so 7%?
1: That, yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, so
3: if you like, you're not going to get wasted on a one percent drink. Um,
1: you're going not to with get that kind of attitude.
3: You're going to get water poisoning before you get
1: <laughs> drunk. Again, <laughs> so, now that kind of attitude.
3: Um, so if you if you go that route, there's really no reason that you couldn't label it as a one or as non alcoholic because it pretty much is. But the feds really want that. That dollar. And so, soft drinks that used to be carbonated through introducing yeast and then letting the yeast add carbonation and then chill them down to stop the yeast from getting all the sugar that are in there. Um, That 0.5%, I think, was probably set about where you would stop soda carbonation versus turning it into a true alcoholic beverage, Mm -hmm. where we get instead of hard drinks, soft drinks. Yes. The term soft drinks.
2: One, that's one of those things where I'll look at that and go, "Ah, oh, the good old days. The very, <laughs> most of the time, I, I agree with Simon Whistler in the, the past was the worst. It does, <laughs> generally. All right. Uh, yeah. So let's get into this new phenomenon known as dry January.
0: The reason for mocktails nowadays. Boo!
2: boo yes. <laughs> uh, yes, of course, the one of us who is actually in this industry going boo. But uh, it's like someone uh, involved in adult entertainment being having booing no nut November.
1: <laughs> what all about right. all nut December?
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, dry January, as in. <laughs> As in ditching alcohol in the first month of the new year is an annual tradition for many people. For some, it's part of a New Year's resolution to drink less. While others claim it's a way to detox from excessive drinking over the holidays. Uh, It wasn't a New Year's resolution, but I kind of was like, I need to drink more this year. Not a lot of people are going to say that, but (laughs) not less, more, more, because I have a. Even though I've dumped out half of the more than half of the beer I had. I still have so much. I was just like, I'd, I just have to step up my drinking. Like I'm a social drinker and I've not been very social for like two years, but I've still <laughs> been purchasing and it's just all piled up. And I was like, I just got to drink it. <laughs> Can't let it sit around. So for this there's, year, I'm- there's,
1: there's no one around for you to say, so shall I? Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, Uh, the initiative was started in 2013 by Alcohol Change UK to help adults reset their relationship with alcohol and control use. And I fully support that. Uh, Participating in dry January might be especially appealing after the isolation, stress, and loneliness of 2020 and some of 2021. A lot of people report drinking more than usual, except for (laughs) me, who's been drinking a lot less. And evidence suggests people are using alcohol to help cope with stress caused by the pandemic. Uh, Perhaps you're one of them and would like to kick off 2022 by intentionally not using alcohol to cope for a period of time.
0: Probably a good idea.
2: (laughs) I mean, if you're using it to cope. But again, that's, I don't know, I like to say I drink healthily. Like I purposefully, if I'm not in a good mood, I kind of purposefully avoid drinking. Like I just don't want, I want zero association with it.
1: Yeah, you don't want that 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 thing of like at the end of a work day you go, "Oh God, today
2: was the worst. I need a drink." Yeah, yeah. that's I, I want to avoid that altogether. If if I'm gonna have a drink, it's just a I'm in a pretty good mood. I'm like, "All right, yeah, let's just just kind of relax and have a drink <laughs> yeah. for branding." Yeah. All right, uh,
3: liquor liquor doesn't taste as good. For alcohol, like, the alcoholic beverage doesn't taste as good after a long day like that. Um, well, no, I won't say uh-huh. after a long day, but, like, it, when you're in a bad mood, like, it taints the flavor.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. And you, when you're excited and in a good mood or, like, if you're with friends, everything tastes better.
3: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the reason, like, your your attitude definitely affects... When you're you're tasting beers, I want every judge to have had the best day of their lives the day before <laughs> they come <here. laughs> okay.
1: You want every every beer judge to be like, "I feel fantastic." Oh, as far yeah, but the problem is they've all stayed
3: up the night before,
2: <laughs>
3: and they've all drank.
2: They're hungover, and, and they're
3: on a hangover
1: by the time they get here <laughs> <laughs> They're just staring, at going, "Oh God, not another, another another imperial stout." I swear to God.
2: Look, from my experience now, it would be hell to be a judge and be stuck judging the Imperial Stout category because you know you have 45 million (laughs) beers to get through, and they're all over 10%. (laughs) And you're just like, well, F me. (laughs) All right, well, as far as wellness trends go, dry January seems pretty harmless, in fact. Taking a one-month hiatus from drinking could actually do really great things for your well being. You'll get the most out of dry January. However, if you use the month as a chance to reassess and possibly adjust your drinking habits and relationship with alcohol after the month is up, as opposed to a license to drink as much as you want the rest of the year.
1: I mean, that seems more reasonable, right? Like you yeah. you've you've given up that one month. It's it's your Lent for beer. <laughs> And then then you just go ham the other eleven months that that
2: seems fair I,
1: I, I get that yeah that's that's how we should do dried sorry
2: that way February you started off with a keg a week <laughs> smashed smashed February <laughs> kegs and eggs all year <laughs> round all right uh, with that in mind, let's talk about what dry January might look like for you in most cases the benefits of dry January will Will depend on what your baseline drinking behaviors are, George F. Once
1: every couple weeks,
2: (laughs) George F. Koo, PhD, uh, director of the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, the NIAAA, tells Uh, self from Self magazine. Sorry, someone who drinks occasionally probably won't notice as much of a difference as someone who has four or five drinks in one night, uh, several nights. several (laughs) nights a week. To add that, you know. That's important on there because I am known to have four or five drinks a night, but usually... I like, did
1: all my drinking this morning. The why would I have them, them at night?
2: Know. Yeah, uh, well, our drinking, that's still people are blown away when I'm like, I don't drink that much. Like, how much you drink? And I was like, oh, when I sit down to drink, I'm going to drink. I drink. drink. <laughs> but it's like every couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like a... That's why I'm like, I need to not binge drink and space it out <laughs> <laughs> across the week. Anyway. Uh, so, for our purposes, let's assume we're talking about someone who drinks more than what's considered moderate, which actually depends on who's defining moderate. Yes. Yeah, so, the- I'm defining moderate,
1: which means one keg.
2: <laughs> Define it as a line share every weekend morning. <laughs> oh, uh, the NIAA, I'm
0: going to say NIAAA. I don't know. The NIA? Uh Yeah. Uh, uses the USDA gu- dietary guidelines like to define moderate drinking as up to one drink per day for women and two drinks per day for men.
1: Hey, patriarchy. We get to get an extra drink.
0: Okay. Interesting. Don't, don't they have more? Uh, doesn't men have more alcohol? problems? Um, Look, they want
1: us dead sooner than they want women. Just let us, let us have this success.
0: That's fair. Uh, heavy let drinking. us
2: wash death down.
0: Heavy drinking, according to the NIAAA, Nia, uh, means consuming more than three drinks in a day for women or more than four drinks for men. The Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration has a slightly different definition, describing heavy alcohol use as binge drinking, four or more drinks for women, five or more drinks for men on the same occasion, on at least five days in the past month.
1: They're just... They're discriminating against podcasters of beer podcasts.
2: They are
3: good thing we switched. Good thing we switched up so we're not a weekly anymore.
2: Look, <laughs> so no, yeah. when, when we were <laughs> weekly, and well, more so when we were on Sundays, they, it was problem drinking because I was showing up <laughs> to work Monday morning, <laughs> still kind of stinking like booze.
0: Yeah, so uh, if your drinking habits are closer to heavy than modern, my- than moderate, uh, per these guidelines, and keep in mind that this transition may be a bit harder for you than someone else. So, you should also be careful and possibly give your doctor a heads up before abruptly stopping drinking if you've been drinking heavily. Is
1: it, is it, Brittany, the devil or the DTs that makes you shake like that? <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, uh, seriously, though, everybody drink responsibly. Um, <laughs> whenever you go cold turkey after heavily drinking regularly, it's Possible to experience mild to moderate symptoms of alcohol withdrawal that feel a nasty extended hangover, uh, such as anxiety, irritability, nausea, fatigue, headache, and shakiness, according to the Library of Medicine. Uh, people with a history of heavy drinking may be at risk for of a severe form of alcohol withdrawal. Um, they explain, which is why alcohol dependent individuals often need medical support to stop drinking.
1: Casey, isn't that why uh, uh, pharmacies have? Uh, 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 well, it's one of the reasons pharmacies may have a, uh, a, a beer like hospitals. Hospitals, oh. right. And they're on their pharmacy. On the
3: floor, you can go and uh, be in the actual like pick systems where you go basically on every floor. They'll have a, a mini pharmacy. You just type in a code, grab the meds, and you can go. But they'll have like cans of, in my local hospital, but light. Um, <laughs> that you can just go and get a can of Bud Light and give it to the patient
2: because and there's here your... yeah because you gotta ease these people down because I mean mm-hmm.
1: like- you gotta eat look if they were easing one of us down I I'm gonna need something a little stronger than a Bud Light.
2: <laughs> well, IPAs. I, mean, but, yeah. <laughs> I need a Sierra Nevada. <laughs> Put it in the. IV. You can at
1: least get me a Dale's Pale Ale or something. <laughs>
2: No, but, like, back where we're from, you don't see, I mean, you will see because, uh, I guess because the beer is cheap, but you do see a lot of, like, whiskey and cheap vodka. And the people who are used to drinking, like, a gallon of that a day, like, you can't, you've got to get, like, you know, if they're in the hospital and they've got to slowly be weaned, like they're probably having a couple buds out of that yeah. cooler a day to just yeah. keep them, keep their system from collapsing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. I don't mean to like, like like make less of, of their problem. It just you know funny a joke at the time. I'm sorry.
0: Um so, uh, I,
3: do, I do like the idea of of being handed a mud light and being like, <laughs> You got
1: something else? <laughs> <laughs> What's on tap? Um, what are you <laughs> I would lo- God, I would love to be in a hospital and, <laughs> and then hand me a beer and go, What else you got on tap? Just Guess your import list. <laughs> you got like maybe a Guinness or something, maybe
0: like anything. Oh
2: God, it hurts. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. so uh, also, if you're someone with a higher risk of seizures, uh, you need to touch base with the doctor and be especially cautious. Uh, most people are going to think of it as a hangover, but if you have a predisposition to yeah predisposition to seizures or you're on seizure medication, abruptly stopping alcohol could trigger a seizure. I didn't Mm. know that. Um, Obviously, it doesn't hurt to participate in dry January, but you'll reap the most health benefits if you think of it as a springboard to revisit your overall relationship with alcohol. Again, ditching alcohol for a month and then resuming your usual drinking habits isn't going to do much for your long-term health if you tend to overdo it when it's not dry January. (laughs) Uh, This isn't a great pattern. Uh, Binge, abstain, binge, abstain. Um, Just like with other substances, alcohol in excess uh, has health consequences regardless of whether you go dry for a month. That's why um, the doctor they're talking to with this um, says it's better for your overall health to be a moderate drinker in general rather than going from one extreme to the other. Uh, so as with everything in life, moderation. Um, so after dry January is over or whatever dry month they're choosing, because not everybody does it in January. Sometimes they just pick a month. Um, use what you've learned about your relationship to drinking to inform how you approach it moving forward. So or you from, drink.
1: <laughs> uh, sorry. No.
0: <laughs> learn from the experience. Uh, what is your relationship with alcohol and where do you want to be? Uh, this is a great time to think about what a realistic amount of alcohol is for your lifestyle. Think about how to fit it in a way that feels balanced.
2: I feel like
1: keg seems like a, a reasonable reasonable part for a lifestyle, right?
2: A, a 6 Yeah, that's a good, that's a lifestyle yeah, choice. Yeah, that so
1: seems...
2: Drop that half barrel down to a <sighs> sixth.
1: Sorry, I shouldn't be making jokes like that while we're talking about, you know, trying to improve your health.
2: That's what we do. So this is one of the th- one of the reasons we've veered away from not talking about you know we purposely avoid it because it's we like to make light of things to process it, and these are some of the serious things that we're gonna have to talk about more on this show.
0: Yeah, we're not yeah. very good at serious. <laughs> no,
1: super serial exactly. man bear pig is out there. <laughs> All right. Well, I believe we may have a listicle.
3: When we talk about various different mocktails, it's always good to have a baseline of uh, of some some listicles to kind of give you some spring off points. Um, there's really two different ways you can focus on doing a mocktail, and I think the listicle goes through quite a few different ones. These, but um, number one is you can have a drink that is by its own standard a mixed drink without alcohol in it that kind of stands on its own. And the second version being a cocktail that you just remove the alcohol from by not putting it in. Casey, so, which
1: one uh, is it when someone asks for a, asks for a root beer at a, at a restaurant and they instead get Dr. Pepper mixed with Sprite?
3: That is what? travesty.
1: That is, that is what happens if they don't have it on tap <laughs> No, sorry. uh, No, I have that backwards. It's not uh, root beer. It's uh, ginger ale. They'll do that with Dr. Pepper and Sprite to to get it the right color. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah,
2: that's not ginger.
1: It's not ginger, but they'll be like, yeah, that's ginger ale. And everyone goes, yeah, close enough.
2: You're not going to sneak that past anyone in Kentucky because...
1: (laughs) You do. We did it all the
2: time. You would think an entire state that was raised on L eight could, within a sip or two, look at I, you and be like, "Sir, this no. is
1: <laughs> never, never have I once had someone call call me on it." And also, I've never had an L eight.
2: because caffeine—that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem, and that's I—I've loved the fact that what is it, there's a. I know it's common around Lexington, but there's a Dairy Queen in Cynthia. That has, uh... The Dairy
1: Queen, L- Cynthia? <laughs> I have to go to Cynthia.
2: They have a Fountain L8. And it no, never mind. Happy. So does the
3: least chicken in Salyersville. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> destroyed so, in our, uh, Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Start off, start off on this list. We've got the Arnold Palmer.
1: Oh, Palmer, yes. The golf drink. Uh,
3: probably one of the most well-known of, uh, virgin drinks. You've got, um... A drink that's named after Arnold Palmer, the golfer. Uh, it is half iced tea and half lemonade, um, sweet or unsweet. I think you could go either way, but for,
1: the I lemonade is going to be sweet enough. Yeah, you should be fine.
3: Unsweet tea and you know sweet lemonade. Uh, it's simple, but you could also enhance it with some other things. Give throw in a, a mint sprig in there, something like that, and so, have I, a little. I,
1: Thinking of that, they do in because like uh, lemonade is a different thing, you know, uh, in England, for example, than it is here,
3: it's closer to where, probably lemon lime soda,
1: right? Where we think of it where they carbonate, like imagine an Arnold Palmer carbonated.
3: If you go to um, if you go to Chick fil A now, you can get this as a sun joy.
0: Oh, yeah, so, I know. I always used to get it anyway before, and then they started branding it as a Sunjoy thing. And I'm like, wait, what? Yep. But yeah, I always get the I always get the um uh, the unsweetened tea with the lemonade mix.
1: Mm. I I don't recall the last time I had hate chicken. You
3: got the lime, Ricky. Uh, cool, refreshing, right not too sweet drink. Um, very crisp. Essentially, the recipe shows you how to make a lime flavored soda from scratch. Uh, you get fresh lime juice, simple syrup, and seltzer water. Um, where I'm from, we just call it limeade instead of lemonade, although the seltzer is probably a little bit different there.
0: I just say I've <clears> never <throat> heard this term before. So I was like, I mean, I'm on board because limes, but I'd never heard yeah. of lime Ricky before. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it, like, it, limeade, limeade is, like, like, like what, what is this limeade? Oh, never mind.
0: Limeade with seltzer water.
3: Yeah. You can always mix it up with other things as well there. Um, so th- those being drinks that uh, are basically designed to be virgin from the start or without alcohol, we're now getting into the territory of the virgin mojito, which is a um, uh, drink that would traditionally have Rum in it, but you take out the rum and you have a virgin version. Uh, It
1: is quite. Do you you still slap the mint in this version? The mint
2: always slap the mint. Uh, Wasn't we were watching? They were talking about it was Uh, that you're you're watching
0: my (laughs) obsession on HBO Max, (laughs) the Selena and Chef show.
2: (laughs) And when the chef's telling her to slap the mint, yeah, and we were like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) we went. He was right. We've we've seen the mint be slapped. We've witnessed someone <laughs> ask it. And even the bartender was like, Are are you messing with me?
3: <laughs> Spake it. Spake them. It, um in this version you would take lime juice, fresh lime juice, not that stuff in that little tiny lime that they sell on the, <laughs> yeah. the cool counter. Slap um, that lime juice. <laughs> Say, mint leaves, and then uh, the version I have here has it sweetened with honey syrup. I've seen it most of the time sweetened with just a simple syrup, mm. and then topped with club soda.
1: That, this seems like too many steps. You know what you should do? Just pour some sprite in there and put some mint in your drink. Oh. Oh. look! I'm just saying from a from a time management perspective. <laughs> just all right. Here, here's your here's your sprite, and I've put some mint in there. Go on I mean, with your life. Want, if
3: you're wanting to be friendly with the bartender, you never order a mojito. No, they hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, Roy Rogers. So if you're in the mood for a fruity cola on a warm afternoon, mix up a Roy Rogers drink. Um, though it's sometimes called cherry cola, it's actually flavored with grenadine, which is a syrup flavored with pomegranate. pomegranate.
1: Yep. That's, the, that is a that is a key thing. You look at a bottle of grenadine. Ain't no cherries on that. Yeah, There's another Chicka Cherry Cola on that. Chicka Cherry. Uh, so, basically, a, a cherry Coke, but pomegranate Coke.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've noticed that a lot of these, like, the theme also seems to be like, oh, if you want to make a virgin version, a lot of grenadine involved.
2: Just get your grenadine. Grenadine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, grenadine is your friend for virgin drinks.
2: So, am I the one thinks you should be able to order a Roy Rogers beside sign yippee mother...
1: <laughs> no, I feel like if you're doing an a version drink, you can't say uh, you can't say MF-er. Yeah,
0: true.
1: Rule. You 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 may be able to get by with saying literally yippee k a m f'er m or gippy my, my friend. My friend. The <laughs>
2: the. <laughs> what what way
1: to say it? What what do they put in uh, uh when they have uh um die hard on on basic cable? What what's the?
2: It just kind of oh. mutes. Yeah.
1: It's mm. Not. Mm. Then, then you just have to mouth, uh, <laughs> you know, the phrase while just being completely silent. Just "Yippee ki yay." <laughs> anyway, we have the, U- that, the that bit works really well on audio, by the way. <laughs>
3: um, Shirley Temple, so very similar to Roy Rogers, except you're going to switch out a lemon lime uh, soda instead of the the uh, uh, Coke. In there, and sometimes they will add ginger ale to it as well. Although most of the time, it's just quick and easy,
1: lemon lime and grenadine. It's yeah. it's it's sprite and grenadine, and yep. and push it out. Just here you go, enjoy yourself.
0: Really, like, will the, you? article no. it, the article itself, the picture that they have for it, I was like, This is the fanciest Shirley Temple I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's not every
1: necessary. Shirley Temple you've ever seen is basically just sprite with some grenadine splashed in there, and they just went, Go, go with God, here, yeah.
3: little, little cut. Co- Tell garnish in there too.
1: No, yeah, no garnish. Never um, garnish. No garnish. I don't drink without a garnish.
3: Um. <laughs> next up is a virgin piña colada. So if you're at home and you want to make a virgin piña colada, ice and piña colada mix. Yeah. Straight from the supermarket. Easy if, as that.
1: If if you're at a restaurant, you know what the you know what the uh, the recipe for a virgin piña colada is. Same thing. Ice and piña colada mix. <laughs> yeah,
0: although but they they use actual things in this one. Don't yeah, if you're at a,
1: a fancy
3: bar that's actually like uh, doing doing true mixes. It's pineapple juice, cream of coconut, and then ice, and blend I, that
1: up. I I would put pineapple juice to cut it down a bit because just pure whatever wouldn't work. Now, if you yeah, ask for it. If you asked for like a virgin daiquiri, then it's bright.
3: Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, virgin Mary?
1: <laughs> oh, so again.
3: I, I love
0: that it's no. called that also.
1: <laughs> I, 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 would, I would just put down just straight, uh, for, uh, for a straight Bloody Mary mix and go, here you go. Let them do what they want.
0: Looking at the ingredients, that's essentially it. I mean, it's like the <laughs> fanciest V8 you've ever had. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I
3: actually enjoy these. Uh, and like on a on a flight where I wouldn't be drinking or I can't drink because I'm getting ready to jump right off a flight and into a car, um, I'll, Get I'll have out of them. my
1: flight <laughs> and into uh, my
2: car. Spicy Sorry. clamato little, at that point.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 I'll ask for the, the Bloody Mary mix just over ice. And they'll serve it to you on a flight, or at least Delta flights would serve it to you and wouldn't charge you for the, the alcohol because, like, it's not an alcoholic drink. Yeah. So they just give it to you straight however you want it. It was good. I mean, it was really good because it was kind of filling. Had some mommy there, so it was almost like a breakfast in a glass. Um, their version uses fresh tomato juice um, and then, of course, all the other customizable things that you could put in there, whether that be celery or... Half a cheese batter,
1: Olives one, or rotisserie or, <laughs> chicken. Yep.
3: Mm. Uh, sweet sunrise. So, <laughs> calling it here an excellent breakfast or brunch or afternoon drink. Um, so,
1: just another tequila sunrise.
3: It's a tequila sunrise, hold the tequila. So, it's orange juice with a little bit of grenadine in there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, with that sunrise effect.
1: So, Full disclosure, my, my least favorite thing to do when I was barging was uh, uh, floating. So, huh? so someone asked for Tequila Sunrise, it would inevitably fuck up. <laughs> it would just sink to the bottom and have to go, here you oh, go. I think
3: it's supposed to, yeah.
1: Well, no, it's supposed to float on top. And I'd go, here you what? go. Tequila Sunset. What? <laughs> Everything sank to the bottom. You're fine. <laughs> go with God, my child. <laughs>
3: Yeah, the grenadine's heavier because it's a it, sugar syrup, so it's heavier than the other stuff.
1: Yeah, in theory, there's a way to make it kind of keep up near the top. No, I've never been able to manage it, <laughs> so it just it just goes straight down to go whatever.
3: <laughs> so if you're into Bellinis, you can have a baby Bellini. Um, <laughs> it would typically be some a champagne cocktail, but without that champagne, you're you're kind of losing. Half of the actual cocktail, so you sub it out. Uh, sparkling cider uh, can be a good, uh, good way to kind of sub that out.
1: I was and about then, to make a joke about some sort of uh, a grapefruit juice, and I was like, "Oh wait, no, sparkling cider exists. <laughs> uh, sparkling, you know, grapefruit juice. Exi- uh, uh, grape juice exists." I was like, "Never mind."
3: Yep, the, the, like always down the aisle. with like I feel like flour and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Um, it's weird. <laughs> um, and then, of course, like a peach nectar, uh, which is more or less like a pureed peach substance.
0: The last one uh, sounds really good to me, like the ingredients.
3: <laughs> yes. So you've got the planter's punch. Um, there is a rum-based recipe of the same thing. So if you just go in and order a planter's punch... They may give you this, so you want to probably make sure
1: you're going to have a good
3: day. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting. I'm going to get miss my flight. I need a Planters punch. Here you go, sir. Yep, I can't wait to fly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait to get into this large mechanical beast that I have to pilot myself.
3: Yeah, there you go. That was the you.
1: You said pilot. Here's as much alcohol as I can give you.
3: So, this one has uh, tropical fruit juices like orange juice, pineapple juice, lemon juice, um, and then it sweetens it up with uh, grenadine. So, you could actually batch this one up and um, serve it in a punch bowl and let people dip out their own if they'd like.
1: That, part that of- was literally the ingredients for uh, my old tropical punch for like Mai Tais. <laughs> that way, I would batch up and just have re- just pour into a thing and go, here we go. Orange juice. Grenadine, you know, pineapple juice and whatever, and just go.
0: That sounds like a, just a great summer drink to me.
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's not that great. It's it it's very thick.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that does look that that's an issue.
1: Honestly, if if one of those, if someone wanted that, like uh, a virgin version. I'm not lying. A splash of sprite, or at least seltzer water, to get some bubbles in there to like lighten it up a bit.
0: I was just wondering that, actually. Like, how would would, seltzer would make water that, that would make
1: that much more drinkable?
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think that would be good with that limoncello Lacroix seltzer water, probably.
1: You know what? There's a whole lot more world of seltzers than there was when I was when I was doing when I was slinging drinks. Hmm. So that that might help a little bit with some of yeah, that
3: Yeah, opens that opens up a lot of uh, opportunities that are out there the flavored oh. seltzers
2: yeah. a whole new Vermont, world you know else a lot of a new opportunities. fantastic drunk of things
1: <sighs> drink with me friend i'm sorry you guys have to deal with me today <laughs> what are you guys drinking
2: well um... Uh... A part of my well there's no special occasion coming we just need to drink what we've got so yeah uh, we're splitting a ray rays from listerman brewing company is ray rays coconut s'mores imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with coconut graham cracker chocolate and marshmallow It's a 16.8 percent imperial stout with all kinds of fun stuff
0: freaking delicious
2: (laughs) uh it's Score on, I'm guessing, oh, untapped, yeah. 4.58 out of 5. Uh, it's good. I liked it. It was better first poured, like when I'm getting to the bottom of the glass. The bottom's a
0: little weird. It's
2: It yeah. it doesn't, it has a real strong, dark, like bitter chocolate. Mm-hmm. And, like and, a maltiness. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> uh, if you swirl it in the glass, it looks like chocolate milk. Yeah, it leaves like a chocolate milk swirl. On like it. a like chocolate milk. Yeah, and that's that's kind of why I don't. look like, so it was good at first, and then that's just why I'm, I've not bought a Listerman beer in probably like a year. These are just over a year old, and that's exactly why because they're they stouts, which are like more than half of what they do, are just too over the top anymore. <laughs>
1: More over the top than Cincinnati's, like how? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. That no, that those were the good old days. <laughs> Cincinnatus? Are you kidding me? Oh, I still, oh. I'm resentful oh. because I still miss Fryer Bacon. And yeah, ooh, and Fryer Bacon's apparently never coming back. Yeah, that's just wrong. It, that's I'll, I'll keep bringing that up when people are like, "Oh, how long have you been?" You know, Bach beers. Well, how you know? Because Bach Fest is coming up, and it's like, "Oh yeah." The first release ever went to was when Casey was up and was like, "Hey, they're releasing something over here," and it was Fryer Bacon, a bourbon barrel aged Bach.
1: They, uh, by the way, I was trying to explain uh, chocolate Bachtopias to people oh. at the at the beer share, and they were just like, "That sounds amazing!" It was. You missed out.
2: I'm, I'm low key wanting to. St- Scratch together the money and go down to Sam Adams, and if they have any bottles left, buy up everything I can of it because it was <laughs> flipping delicious. Yeah. But what have you been drinking, Bob?
1: Uh, t- the Russian witch, Baba Yaga. No, uh, yeah, no, I've been doing Baba Yaga today. Um, mortal and pestle and all, um, <laughs> chicken legs on the house and all that. Nonsense. Uh, no, uh, this is from Ethereal Brewing down uh, here, local. Um, but this one is a, a, a special variant for this year. It's a Banana Foster's Baba Yaga. Ooh. Now, that sounds weird. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I am, I am impressed by how how much banana flavor and how natural it tastes out of this. And I talked to the brewer, he's like, yeah, no, we just dumped so much banana into that.
0: Not a banana laffy taffy situation but, with the taste. Uh,
2: there had to have been so yeah, they probably dumped all the banana in there, but you had to have used some kind of flavoring because bananas on their own just don't impart a big flavor.
1: Nope. No. I I was talking to them. No. Natural, natural, but dehydrated banana to kind of get into the, the, the liquid. But, mm. yeah, it was still a banana. Hmm. Like, they did not – like, it doesn't taste like what candy t- has taught us to think banana tastes like. It tastes like a banana. Fo- banana's foster.
2: So it, it tastes like a banana, not like a banana runt. Right. Yes. It's like banana lappy Uh It's
1: ABV. I don't know. I can't find it on the bottle. I spent the last few minutes just staring at it going, hmm. And he's uh, not too
0: drunk to read.
1: Dr- drunk enough. Uh, Casey, it ain't low.
0: It's probably, yeah, it's probably a, a,
2: a two-digit number. Casey, thoughts somewhere, on... Somewhere over
1: 10, and it's 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 tasty.
2: Thoughts so, on dehydrated bananas to impart a natural banana uh, flavor?
3: Um, I've never used banana in a beer, but if you're going to use a fruit, get all the water out so you're not watering it down. You're going to get yeah. a lot more flavor that way.
1: I, I was when i when I told them i was i was I was complimenting them because like banana can be not the flavor you're looking for in beer. like banana is is like in my brain just goes like no you're you should be you should be wary here.
2: I was just thinking they probably used uh, immediately. I was thinking they probably used yeast that was gonna give it in part a banana character.
1: Nope it's sorry, um, right, go ahead.
2: no, I was just gonna uh, I
3: was just gonna say the bananas fosters aspect of it with the caramel mm-hmm. combo with like cooked bananas, not the same as a dehydrated mm-hmm. banana flavor. And mm-hmm. so that's the only, I don't know when they added it or how they, the
1: caramelization. I, 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 yeah. I didn't get that, that answer. I just kind of, I just told him I was like, I'm impressed. Yeah. It, it came out well, it came out good. <laughs> it's, it's real nice. Uh, there, There might have been some more beer I liked better out of the Baba releases. This is one I was most impressed by. So.
3: All right. Well, on my end, I am having, according to the show today, a non-alcoholic beverage.
1: Oh, aren't you Um, fancy? (laughs) All sober and whatnot.
3: I'm having, unfortunately, I'm having a Sprecher soda, a cream soda, from Wisconsin, made with honey instead of straight
1: sugar. Oh. And mm. by, by the way, Casey, speaking of Wisconsin, first thing I had this yeah. morning, eight in the morning, spotted a cow. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what you, you drink for breakfast. And yes. I told them the best part of drinking up is spotted a cow in my cup. Chop, chop, chop. Do, do, do. None of them were going with me on that, and I was I was very disappointed.
2: So, uh, now I've got to mention here, because Casey's saying the, the chug, 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 or whatever, uh, our son, because I'm a horrible, horrible parent. <laughs> chug, chug, I just say, drink, drink, drink. And now he's been holding up his, <laughs> his cup and going, drink, drink, drink. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> he held it up to Brittany and started going, drink
0: drink 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 we're, we're bad people <laughs> that's inappropriate
1: <laughs> he's on brand <laughs>
0: um
3: 300 calories for this bottle of soda Whoa. very very sweet wow um overly sweet in my opinion but it's a cream soda so i mean what that that's pretty much sugar and water is about <laughs> what it is in vanilla so, uh, but yeah, otherwise, uh, pretty decent.
1: My thought before today happened was to run by and pick up something that was like in that ballpark, Casey. But then, you know, hey. alcohol happened. Plans changed. The day she was changed. And right. that well, does it for us. Yeah, I think
0: that
3: well, does it. This, uh this week's episode, I believe,
0: was
1: written by Brittany
3: Walker. And uh, she used resources from uh, from a, quite a few different places: self, um, the Spruce Eats, uh, Yahoo's uh, site, and then of course Wikipedia is a good resource for all of our uh, basic research to figure
0: it really out where is. to go. I mean, like, I, don't, I try to avoid it, but I'm like, there's no, you just can't.
2: You gotta start no. somewhere sometimes.
3: It's more accurate than the Britannica, so for sure, mm. uh, it's a good place to go. But in the meantime, uh, of uh, waiting, you well, not in the meantime, you can just subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com. dot com, and follow us at HaveADrinkShow on social media and Twitch TV.
1: Yep, you tell us your a drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback at uh, feedback at haveadrinkshow.com. dot uh, com. Smoke signals always welcome. Uh, shouting into the void. I do hear the rest. Don't. I don't know what that says about me and my dark, sad life. But you know, we take what we, you take—the good with the bad—and uh, you can also use the feedback page on the website.
2: All joking and fun aside, we'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. And I had to really bite my tongue to not say, "And there you get the facts of life." <laughs>
1: <laughs> you Take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the
2: facts of life. The Facts of Life.
0: Here we are. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> check us out in another couple of weeks for the next live episode. And remember to check out patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow. I usually try to add in here the haveadrinkstore.com. I do need to go update the store, though. Take, like, some of the Christmas sweater things off and whatnot. Ugly Christmas sweaters. Go get them now. Yeah, go gone. get them while you can.
1: I'm going to have to buy one, like, right now.
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, so, uh, and, but I will be updating the store otherwise, so. Uh, once again I'm Brittany Lee Walker
1: I'm a call back to earlier
0: <laughs> I'm Christopher Walker and I'm Casey Price we'll
3: see you next time bye guys bye. Bye.